Hi, this is Dax with Texas Steampunk Connection. I'm sorry that uh, the show is uh, posting late this week. I uh, am traveling and things just got hectic, and so I apologize, but here is the show. Texas Steampunk Connection coming to you live from various parts of Texas in our bunkers and airships and whatnot. I am Flavio as usual, and with me as always is Thax, the gentleman adventurer, and Jack from Steam Chest. And we have Master Blue Stocking. Say hello, Woo! guys. Hey! So once again, we are here to talk, oh, probably about steampunk, most likely. That's what this is about. Thank you for listening to the Texas Steampunk Connection. Hey, uh, how y'all doing? Good evening, everybody. It's <laughs> chaos as usual over at Texas Steampunk fire. Connection. <laughs> We'd like to thank you all for uh, nice. tuning in once more on a Tuesday night. Uh, we are uh, Jack, Blue Stocking, and myself, Thax. Um, and we're a bit in an awkward situation tonight because I, uh, I, I as you, you may have known, I, I've lost my job and I was broadcasting Ooh. with my ho- work computer. Ooh. But I, I bought a new computer so I could do this. And now my new computer has been rebooting for the last two hours. Yeah. Um, and so I am limping along on my brother-in-law's computer. Lots and, of Windows uh, updates. Don't click too far into any of his folders. The way it is. <laughs> Don't ever do that on anyone's computer. It's just <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm not invading. His yeah, don't invade computer. privacy. It's it's very. <laughs> but also, they should know better than to have you know. As as but an, like a as file is porn right on the desktop. I mean, my porn don't look at it. I will tell you, I have seen it. <laughs> I've even seen it where like, apparently the person was a streamer, like secret booty stash, only fans, and apparently they liked themselves because themselves was their wallpaper on there. I mean, you know. And I'm just like, can you please change this? Like, if you, don't if like you it? got it and you know it, it makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. We are joined by uh, Rita and Lawrence uh, once again. Thank you guys for hello. For being here, uh, wouldn't be wouldn't be a show without you. Um, we just need, we need to get you guys also a camera on the our stream on Facebook. Put in a comment. We'll see it. We'll we'll talk to you. Yeah, we'll talk uh, about it. Yeah, yeah. It is hot. Yeah. It is clearly summertime now. Uh, we were just saying how lucky we were to have uh, a mild, moderate spring that lasted through almost through June. But, yeah, but that. All that is over. Well, it's gone. But this is supposed to, I mean, because I was looking at the temperatures for next week, which is why I was trying to get them to reschedule the HVAC, because next week it's supposed to go back down to the 90. Whatever's going on right now is tomorrow's supposed to be the, the peak, at, well, at least up here. We're peaking tomorrow at 107, and then it's sliding back down. So the next two well, weeks, I mean, it's Texas. That could change in a yeah. heartbeat, but. Yeah, I would love for that to happen. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, and. I am seeing it going down to 97 and 96 through the weekend. And then yeah. uh, we're down to like 93 next week at some point. Oh, man. Yeah, we're, we're getting. Oh, yeah. There's the oh. there's the storm front that's moving in from Colorado. Oh, there is? And, really? And, oh, it's about- <laughs> you know what, Lawrence? I like the heat, too, until I feel like I'm having just continuous hot flashes. And then I don't like, I like anymore. dry heat. I go back to my mom's house in West Texas and you walk outside into 7% humidity versus 57% humidity. It's a big difference. Of course, you feel more like a rotisserie chicken at that point because the wind's blowing on yeah. you and you're just like, mm. I didn't, I, I, I was sweaty. It's gone now. Now I'm just mm. roasting, crinkling up, just seasoned me. I'm done. 
yeah, I, I've been, yeah, I immediately come home, put on tank top and I cut offs and just try to survive. And if I could wear shorts to work, I absolutely, but then the library is like 50 degrees. So. Yeah. That's, that's what I like wow. about government buildings is that they're, so they're always cold. like 63 degrees. Yeah. Rain, sleet, I'm, snow, because there's servers in that building and, yeah. and be damned if they ever get warm. Well, and especially libraries and museums as they keep them. I mean, this is why librarians wear cardigans it's not it didn't start as a fashion thing i have like three sweaters in my office it's the same it with just, it professionals you see yeah. usually they'll wear over shirts over their yeah. t-shirts or something because yeah, just, or, or hoodies hoodies became huge yeah. and yeah. then you walk outside and it's just yeah it's weird going from 62 degrees to 107 your body goes into some sort of like shock you know what pennsylvania was the same way though in reverse they always overheated the buildings in the winter. Just uh, unbelievably, the buildings were so hot in the winter. It was awful. And then you'd walk outside and, you know, snow's up to your hips. Snow up to what? Yeah. Up to your hips. Oh, hips. That's not what I heard. Yeah. I heard in. <laughs> I mean, it Yikes. did get kind of high sometimes, but <sighs> I'm also not very tall. So <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're not the best gauge of weather. I'm five foot five. But I, uh, although actually back then I was still wearing like, platform five inch heels all the time okay, so you could have been a yeah. decent weather gauge yeah send you outside yes i wore stilettos wet, you know it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i am drinking moscato because it's cold and at least so oh, jack God. what do you have oh that re i mentioned last time are you still working on it hey I'm broke i can no i don't even feeling. have to afford it it's already purchased it's a it's a sunk cost at this point. that's it is worth every penny. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Dax. What did you bring uh, us today? Real Ale has a hazy IPA they call Fresh Kicks. I got okay. it for 50 cents. 49 cents. <laughs> nice. Get them pumped well up kicks. <laughs> you know. That sounds weird. Yeah. Little little yeah, dented yeah. and I'm taking the 50 cent beer. You know what? Yep. I'll is drink dented pans. Have you and tried it yet? If you like IPAs uh, or a... Uh, uh, Slightly bitter beer. It is a fresh floral uh, hop, and uh, yeah, it's very nice. I, I nice. don't. I don't go for IPAs on the regular, but in this heat, it it's kind of it is the season for a for a hoppy beer. I, I really am looking forward to getting by having money again, where I can afford going and getting electric. That was <laughs> one of my favorite. You're spoiled on the expensive beers. I know. I really oh. Once you have it, you're just like, oh, this is why. Why can't this be on tap at home? Uh, I mean, it can be. <laughs> uh, yeah, you just gotta uh, you set know, it if up. If I was, what's the right word for it? Tech inventor rich, or <laughs> have half the money that just moved into Austin in the last years, I would. I would be able to have electric jellyfish. Like, I'd be able to bathe it and not work at all. <laughs> Bathtub full of it. Just like, ooh, that's bubbly. Yeah. Yeah, but if you were tech for a rich, would you have been a uh dive into the titanic recently no no because that's dumb <laughs> yeah i've been i and honest that's what i figured we i kind of we've just inadvertently stumbled onto submersibles a couple of times the last few months and then all of this isn't happened, that interesting so i've been reading about this and the whole there's so much so much oh that my was, god uh, seeing that okay uh, i'm a big proponent of Logitech as as a peripheral well right? then uses the like, controller completely love like i have a logitech mouse i have a keyboard my my, my headset cameras logitech yeah. my headset's logitech i would do my microphone except my, they don't like they don't have the most perfect you know perfect studio quality microphones so i have a different one but outside of that i've had logitech i have beaten the crap out of logitech logitech's perfect 
would I use it to drive a submarine? Actually, I was reading about that, and that's apparently not all uncommon that. Uncommon these unusual. days. It's not uncommon. What I was reading, it said that um, that it's actually relatively common. The use of commercial off-the-shelf game controllers is not unusual uh, when you need more than just a steering wheel for controls. Because, yeah, I was, like, wired. But, yeah, no, it's not out of the realm of... But this was... You're charging people $250,000 I would to sit crisscross applesauce in this thing and listen different. to Selene Yeah, I mean... I understand that the gaming community and the military have gotten a handshake these days. Did you go? Oh, no. He's, <laughs> He's gone. Stuck. Oh, no. With like now I can, I can. Yeah. What were so, you going to say? Oh, I cut yeah. out. I'm sorry. Yeah. Apparently you got yeah. connection issues on top of everything. And now Fax is stuck. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's getting frozen on the other side of me. <laughs> All right. Hang on. Fax had something that he looks like he was gearing up to say. So what go were on. you? Oh, I was just thinking uh, when I heard that, that story about the game controller, I was like, well, I mean, it's got all the controls and buttons that you want. If it was built into a panel on the on the front of the, the machine, no one would say anything. Yeah. But because it's already in a you know it's a little yeah. molded plastic thing, now it's cheap ass. It's oh, weird. Come on. Yeah. Well, well, there was a lot of cheap ass stuff on that that submersible. Yeah, the twenty dollar controller. You dropped okay. that thing. It's broken. Yeah, but the other <laughs> okay. You know what? The twenty dollar controller has it been tested is... three thousand feet underwater. The the controller is not what concerned me so much as the um, what was it the the panels that they got from oh yeah the hull was carbon fiber was sourced at a discount from Boeing because it was too old to use in the planes but Boeing is stating they have no idea what OceanGate is talking about. So, oh boy! <laughs> just there's yeah and well and that's not the first time that thing went down. They've been doing that thing since 2018 was when it was made. Oh, because yeah, steampunk. Steampunk Explorer has an article because they wrote about this in like 2020 about that submersible mm. going down about because they were doing um, citizen scientists or something like that. You oh, could pay 150 thousand yeah. to go help them. Ooh, citizen scientists. Yeah. yeah. So it's the whole thing is just weird and I didn't realize it's been on that long. I thought it was like the first time <laughs> the thing went on. I didn't That's look up. That's the way they keep making it sound, but no, apparently it was rated at 4,000 and then they changed it to 3,000 because it, yeah, but they, you could hear like, they because the sensors that they had were made to, to go off when there was potential damage about to happen, but that was like what happened milliseconds before an implosion. <laughs> I mean, we have standards. They're just really yeah. low. It's and I don't and let me just state right now I don't know anything. But I, this is just stuff I've been reading. I yeah, this sure. is not. My, I, mean, I don't think any of yeah. us is a <laughs> specialist on submersibles. Yeah, this is not my my uh, area, but it's just the whole thing when you start break because Wikipedia has already got a, an entry on it. And I, there's if you go to um, <clears throat> OceanGate.com doesn't work anymore, but OceanGate um, Expeditions does still work, and they still have the Titan submersible on there under their list of submersibles and there's a whole, whole big thing about it and it still I says heard, that it's rated for four thousand. yeah so i heard the window wasn't rated for that high but they were still using but i could be wrong like there's so much hearsay running around i just know that it was a bad time to be rich and on the ocean here recently because even killer whales were like sink the oh, yacht they're taking it back <laughs> yeah yeah there is some trauma informed behavior going on there yeah just like you know what it it this might be this might be the beginning where it starts showing that you know, think things. The ocean hates you and wants to kill you. Well, look, nature doesn't like us right now. We've kind of done some stupid stuff. The know. ocean is made. To, it's like the Australian outback. It is meant to destroy you. Yeah. yeah. 
Australia wasn't supposed to have people. You know what? There are people who've been living there, and you know what they say? This sucks, but we're still here. And then we just start shipping. Oh, we're gonna we're just gonna start throwing a whole bunch of you know people we don't want. And then they made a whole community of going, "Hey, look, we're really tough now because you put us in a place that was really to murder you on a daily basis." Yeah, I mean, I love I love water. I love the ocean. I think it's beautiful. I'll go swimming, but. I'm not putting myself in a tin can and plummeting to the top, which also there's also the whole issue of going to visit the watery grave of the Titanic. people who weren't allowed near the top deck, much less the lifeboat. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of tourism that I just. Come look uh, at all the dead people. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like if we didn't clean up nine 11 and left it there for us to like go through and have your children like, dig for you know the, the, the yeah like doing like the gold pan thing it's oh. just kind of the same connotation uh oh somebody's got something to say what is it boy <laughs> Stop Stop the hell again? Oh, no. I have no idea what happened outside they're both at the window to my right here um, wait both who do you still have the I, I do not have the puppy anymore oh, okay. uh, we found her a uh, good home with a couple who had a uh, uh Beagle, about her age, Aww. so they were already doing puppy stuff, and they'd already puppy-proofed their house, and uh, we're dealing with potty training and all that, so uh, it was a good fit, and good. Uh, I-, I wish we could have found her original home, but nobody came forward, and these folks were, were ready to uh, uh, adopt, so it was yeah. it was good. 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 Uh, so no, I've just got my regular, regular gang. stupid dogs. <laughs> hey, yeah, sorry for the big interruption. No, that is I, okay. I swear I saw on Facebook earlier today, um, as a contrast to uh, the the terrible uh, off-color jokes about uh, dead billionaires uh, in a submersible. They were like needy reported jokes about the original sinking of the Titanic. Yes, I saw those. <laughs> oh my god, I can't find it show. now. Yeah, I know exactly oh. what you're talking about. Because um, it was so oh, they were hilarious. making fun of the original people. Going yes. to Titanic. Oh my gosh. Yes. So you mean um, to tell me that the whole this, this whole Titanic thing is just a massive and itself? What's great is they were making fun of it for exactly the same reason. Millionaires. There were like four millionaires on that ship. Who's who's uh, who? Who? If, if you added up all of their holdings, they had a billion dollars in yeah. 1912. That is. A lot. It was, yeah, there was a lot of very crammed on that. So, you know, when the rest of us are laughing at them for going down with the sinking ship on on iceberg, it's just the usual pattern of the Titanic jokes, apparently. They're launching themselves into space or they're going out to sea, yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about, but I can't find them now either, thanks. Because I was... The jokes a hundred years ago were wicked good. Yeah, they were... uh, Yeah, I can't find it now. And it was... I mean, I obviously, you know, things like that. We've always made fun of that stuff, but some of them were really, really mean. I was just like, "Damn!" And these were in the paper. I mean, it wasn't like people <laughs> just spouting off on Twitter. These I mean, were in the newspaper. Random people on Twitter. This was the actual printed press. Yeah, like actual in the press. Yeah, but now I can't. You can never find what you I want. Did find, <laughs> I did find the uh, an article in the L.A. Times. Uh, about uh, uh, with a, a a news article from the from the period uh, about uh, the Titanic and who was on it and uh, these these five millionaires, uh, but 
none of the good jokes. I was looking to see if I can. Yeah. Well, Forbes has an article about how distasteful the jokes about the Titan submersible are. The magazine for rich people is complaining that the jokes aren't funny. Bad news. The jokes are so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I like because one of my friends, there was this whole thing going on with one of his posts on Facebook. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm not celebrating the death of anybody and anyone's death ever, but. You got five people who pay $250,000 each to sit crisscross applesauce in a submersible and listen to Celine Dion while he dropped you to the bottom of the ocean. Are you kidding? So, Wait, really? As, yeah, that now that may have been misreported, but uh, one of the a couple of the podcasts I listened Why to, would you li- there was like a, it was like a whole tourist tempting adventure. Fate. Yeah. You're, you're just like begging for death. I'm just, I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. I don't maybe I could ever listen to Celine maybe, Dion that often either. Maybe the whooshing in of the water was a blessed relief. I don't know, but that's what I heard. Maybe, and again, maybe that, a lot that of that knocking recording. sound was somebody with a hammer inside trying to SOS. end it all. <laughs> Just get us done. I hate this song. So we all make choices in our lives, and when you've read the paperwork and you see that this thing has no certifications because the CEO says certifications take too much time. <laughs> Don't a get CEO into it. of a company that apparently been running since what you said 2018. Well, the Titan itself was built in. Um, <clears throat> they started building it. They, they built it in 2018, and like I said, on Steampunk Explorer, um, I'll toss it into the comments. Steampunk Explorer did an article about Ocean Gate in 2021 about the Titan. It's a terrible um, name. Ocean oh, I can't Gate. leave a comment. I can do it in the private chat though. There. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I never remember to log in. So that's, yeah, they did an article back then and they were doing, um, it was like 150000 each for citizen scientists to join the crew. And they did it like five, they did five missions. You know what? This sounds, um, it's it's finally reading a tiny bell in my head that I remember. Reading remember, that. Yeah, the, it yeah. was uh, from June 28th to August 7th of 2021. And yeah. so, yeah, but they, the thing, they had to keep rebuilding it or working on it. And I, they did not do a good <laughs> job. So, yeah. Well, the fact is, is even some, even usual submersibles take a lot of, like, all right, if you're going to put a person in a submersible, the amount of maintaining and upkeep to keep that thing, because the pressures on, involved with such a thing make that thing crunk like this. Just, yeah. It's, it's be, like, the reason submarines only come up every now and then is because it's actually easier to stay low or stay up. There's like the middle transition. Yeah, just the back and metal. forth. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, from everything, because my husband's smarter about this stuff than I am. And he's like, they didn't even know what happened. It would have been. It would have been instantaneous the moment. Yeah, it would have been over and happened. done. They, would be they wouldn't even have time to be scared. Of the water just, spraying. Yeah. The whole thing would have just gone. Clunk. Yeah, it would have just, it would have been over. So, I mean, if, if, if nothing else, you didn't have time to be so. Yeah. Hey, look, the ocean. And, Most yeah. likely what happened was. <clears throat> and now you have funny to go indicator ex- light. Now you then- have to go to, to Hades <laughs> and explain why you paid two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to your death. I don't know. I uh, I, I found the Twitter uh, thread of uh, media posts with jokes oh, about the Titanic. <laughs> I did, and uh, I, I posted in the uh, the private yes, share because that's all I have access to. But these are good. <laughs> oh, that's right. The, the ballroom people, for mermaids. Yes. If the people on the Titanic had known what the poets were going to do to them, maybe some of them would not have cared to survive. <laughs> yeah. <Nope. laughs> oh. If you own a lifeboat, now is a good time to sell it. There's a big demand for lifeboats and prices have gone up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, there's some nasty burns in there, man. 
<laughs> and, and I like it because um, we're, we're reliving it. We understand why they're just being absolutely rude about the Titanic. Because yeah. there were millionaires on there and uh, we don't love them. <laughs> well, and I think also, because I was thinking about this the other day. The, I mean, it's, I think it's human nature to whistle when you go past the graveyard. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to find the humor in a situation. And it's, I think it's just part of who we are is that we're going we're gonna to crack jokes. Sometimes Especially it's a little too soon. People in the position that... They right. put themselves in this Normal position. people would not be in the position yeah. to get crushed by a submarine. Yeah. And, yeah, know. this was this was people willingly doing this. And it's and... also, it would have been a tragedy if it was researchers. Like, yeah, yeah. It, well, it, I think it, one that... guy may have been a researcher. Um, and, that's, and that's unfortunate. A Titanic you know, I, expert. I heard, uh, I read an article about a, uh, I thought he was a researcher, but he, he paid a, a hefty sum to go down in a previous uh, oh, okay. He saw the Titanic and came back, but he was like, "This, this freaking tub." <laughs> what did he say? This is a, a, a kamikaze submarine. Well, and I mean, it's not like this can't be done. James Cameron yeah. did this in like yeah. 2001. Yeah, yeah, his was down done. And up. Like that was a U.S. Was... military sub. I'm yeah. just saying, this it could was be... literally yeah. he was welded in kind of thing. You know, there it's was just... a lot that went into that one. James Cameron yeah, had James you know Cameron Maybe money don't... for James Cameron. Okay, but you know what? Maybe this is not the place where you want to pinch pennies <laughs> and, you know, cost save by be- by Mm-mm. buying old carbon fiber hulls from Boeing. Just, this seems like the kind of place where you want to, you know, really spend the money, you know, in case the, I mean, you know, so the ocean doesn't crush you like a tin can. So yep. it's terrifying. Like I said, I love water. I love, but I, I wouldn't have done a million years. And I have less common sense than most people I know. And I wouldn't do that. That's just. I think <laughs> Armageddon had a very interesting thing to say. It was when they were shipping oh, no, all those really? characters into space, and I can't remember. It was the the guy from? Oh, he's the weird guy that plays on Boardwalk Empire now. Um, the main character, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, Steve Buscemi is sitting there like going off about how this they're sitting on millions of pounds of explosive material built by the lowest government bidder, you know, and all this kind of stuff. So it makes you feel great, doesn't it? Like, yeah. But yeah, it's it's still one of those things of. There's a cost. You can't have the highest quality everything. Well, and there was also a 19-year-old kid on there. That sucks. Like, that straight part, up, yeah. that is, is dumb <laughs> and terrible. Yeah, with and his dad. Yeah, that. I don't know. There's going to be lawsuits. In that position for, because there's gonna be, it's safe. Yeah. No. Yeah, there's going to be lawsuits. I mean, I don't know. Maybe when I was 19, I might have done something like that. I probably would have. If <laughs> I like given the opportunity, I probably would have too. Yeah. And because I'm dumb. Especially if your dad is going, if your parent yeah. is going with you, you know. Yeah. But, you know, apparently your parents can lead you to certain death and you don't always realize it. So. When I was 19, my Where's father uh, invited me to take a cruise with him uh, in Hawaii. And I said, no, thanks. I'm going to stay home and work. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, no. Here comes. <laughs> um, yeah, thinking back, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But I, I was socially awkward and I had found yeah. a job where I was raking in the cash, to my mind. Uh, so... My my dad and my sisters went to Hawaii, and I stayed at home and uh, got the house to myself. It was fine. Made some bank. Did you have a party at least? Oh, he was no. so awkward. Yeah. He had a party with himself. But that's why you have the party. I had a me party. <laughs> <laughs> Open that file on his desktop. Business dancing in your in your living room. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> if if I were outgoing enough to throw a party when my parents gone, I would have been outgoing enough to feel like True. going to a cruise would be cool. But, but it's like, like that's like the setup the for every 
for every 80s teen movie, the socially awkward kid, his parents are out of town. He's going to try to make friends with the popular kids by having a party, and then it all goes horribly wrong. You know. See, we can recreate this where he does <laughs> have the party. John Hughes now. movie in the making. <laughs> the, the reason those the movies are so good is because we could live vicariously through other imaginary people oh, and not have to do any of that crap Anthony Michael Hall being the nerd. <laughs> but see here, Thex, here's the thing. I can still live vicariously through you in this experience. <laughs> just Especially for recreating it. All right. So that was uh, what I, are, are we going to actually talk about anything tonight? That is steampunkish. I mean, it's a submarine. Well, that's... Now we can go to airships. Because here are yes. these airships that are guaranteed to get you killed right here. <laughs> Personalblimp.com. Oh, yeah. The one Coast, that Lawrence shared. Which that's... is funny. The website yeah. looks like it was built in the early 2000s. It is well, a gold the... mine of just like angel fire goodness. <laughs> There's no... And you look at the bottom, and it says 2002 to 2017 or 2010 or something. 2010, like yeah. yeah. Sky yacht so aircraft. So I guess you right, can't. The buy recent one picture anymore. is 2007. I mean, I mean, you're less likely to die in this. Mm, gasoline propulsion, fast. 10 miles an hour. Unless there's a wind, a stiff breeze will take you out. <laughs> that thing is not made for West Texas. There's actually a whole I want one conference page about this. That this is, goes back to like 2003. Huh. Good lord, I want one. <laughs> I want one super bad. Do you want the Hornet black and yellow? Of course. <laughs> uh, if, if I must. I mean, he There's could go with something more classic. He could go with a floral print. Can you it imagine, looks... like, pulling into oh. Steampunk November in one of those things? Actually, you'll need to go to the gallery page. Descending. Descending. Go to the gallery page and scroll down, and you can see where they're in their little cage. You know the, what? The I'm going to this up the, here. The quote-unquote so cabin. Cool. Yeah, there's a whole ignit. Yeah, they're they're showing the inflation and everything. I love how there's a generator just sticking out the butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that control panel. I could have just used a game a controller. Logitech controller. <laughs> oh jeez. I mean, yeah, but, a Logitech controller. But the bucket oh, no, you don't. You, you would drop it. You want to make sure you at least have a cage. Don't get the wireless one. I. I my I'm first down. thought when I saw that cage hanging off of there was that it was like they were it was that was pedal. <laughs> pedal drift and I had to look at it again. <laughs> okay, so this is actually cool. He's got the floor, you know, and everything. It can be Fred Flintstone in it up there in the si in the sky. <laughs> you would have to make sure there'd be absolutely no wind above ten miles an hour or else you'd go backward. <laughs> well, I, mean, I would it, say well, Does he have more than one? No, it looks like it's this is it. This one but it all seems to kind of have tapered off. I mean the site says two thousand two to two thousand ten, but Everything, nothing goes past 2007. Yeah. The last press coverage was in PR in 2007. Have you guys ever seen powered paragliding? Yes. So this reminds me of Erica Vaguely. really wanted to get into that. Powered, um, I can imagine powered paragliding would. So would it, it kind of looks that. like this personal blimp, but it's more, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, a parachute sail thing behind you. Oh, that's wild. Yes. Those are crazy. Yeah. I've seen parasailing that. Parasailing would beat this. Mainly because you have a lot more control over your. Yeah, but it looks cool. <laughs> also, though, there's there's lighter than air in lighter, you know, very like ultralight aircraft. It's like this like mm -hmm. go kart looking thing you're sitting in with a big blower on the back. And it's got the big wing or the big uh, uh, propeller or the. Not, they have wings or they have the parachute like we're talking about the drag parachute lift. So what I learned is uh, it, with powered paragliding, if the motor stops going. You drop like a rock. Oh no! Oh. No 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 the, no! The 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 uh, parachute thing behind you is designed 
expecting you to be pushing forward gotcha. to, to catch air. It's so got to be the forward, the air just... thing for you to have lift because you're basically pulling, it's pulling you backwards at an angle while you're going forward right. you're in the air versus actually causing the trick to keep you in the air of that airplane. So if your motor stalls out, you're dead. So underwater implosion doesn't seem so bad because at least you don't feel that. <laughs> you can survive free fall. There has been a man who okay, has survived free Okay, you can free... survive. Your body is in 25 million pieces. But... Yeah, I... <laughs> I, I guess it's a matter of how you want to go out, I guess. I yeah. mean, instantaneous death, if it's going to be complete, yes. I would rather do instantaneous death. Um, 30, I mean, you're going to turn into pace one way or the other. But minutes of fall time might be much for you. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Because I jumped off a 40-foot cliff. And I was like, <gasps> I have, yeah, I have, that's, what the hell is the water coming? I have dreams. A lot of, I had, those are my nightmares. Literally the nightmares that I have are usually about me falling. So I'll, I think I'll Lawrence is trying to get us back on track. <laughs> Airborne Kingdom. Well, I, yeah. Um, Lawrence, he just shared about Airborne Kingdom. Yeah. I've played that. It's, um, I actually, yeah, that game is wild and it's really hard. It's really hard because you have to, um, it's a city builder, but not only do you have to, build out you also have to keep the whole thing balanced because you're you're flying through the air and it's really hard that's why i stopped I remember playing you talking about that yeah it was like last year yeah it was last year yeah. i think or yeah it was too hard because you have to constantly account for the tilt and my spatial reasoning good so i was just i tried it in sandbox mode and yeah it was fun it's a beautiful game absolutely it is beautiful. beautiful the story is really waiting cool, for it to go on sale the story I is a lot i'm dropping but... 30 bucks on it right now yeah. 25 i mean it was a great story it was beautiful it's just for me i couldn't play it because of the i could never get it right and i get very impatient and irritated and go back to animal crossing which by the way i have my uh lunar rover and my lunar lander now so I, I, yes, I have my steampunky items on my island now. Very thanks nice. to my graduate advisor who's been sending me stuff. <laughs> <sighs> Dr. Gretchen Busel, you can hear her on the show. She also plays Animal Crossing. <laughs> I guess the good thing about uh, Airborne Kingdom is you can't fall off the side. I tried, actually. I tried to get as much tilt as I could, and it will, yeah. <laughs> Just to see, like, how far, but no, it'll start screaming at you because if you tilt, yeah. Like so that's, so, that's why I was playing in sandbox because I was like, okay, well, let's try it this way. I've got everything available. How do I? Because that's the other thing is when you're playing in regular modes, so you're getting access to buildings as you go. So you've got to figure out how to get all these new things in there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's where I got it, Lawrence. I got it on a uh, on GOG on Galaxy Games. I think Speaking that's where of I got games it. that we've talked about previous <laughs> on this list, Lies of P is now on the Did Xbox. I brought that one, didn't? Or who brought that you one? Brought that so you brought that one up it's now uh i think it's if you own the xbox live account they're free you could download it i have a switch and then my pc and that's it oh wait this was the pinocchio game wasn't it yes right yeah okay dude i have slept since then (laughs) it's been like six months it It has not longer than that it was a lot longer than that. I don't know. Look, look at when, Steam, wine see when Steampunk Explorer talked about it, because that's probably when I found it. About it. No, I've been watching this. I saw it pop up on my on my Xbox Live account, and I'm like, huh. yeah, I don't. I have. I think I have an old Xbox, but I'm pretty much. Yeah, I'm. I'm on my Switch. It's yeah, on, that's fine. Like I'm on. I think it's I got on PC a, though. Xbox One. I think I don't know. I've lost. I, 
I've lost track of what I own on a, on a, when it comes to that thing. Well, I'm aren't not, you fancy and rich no, with all I'm your video games? No, I'm not fancy. <laughs> it's just it, what it is. I think, like, I was trying to figure out a way to buy a game the other day for it, and it's, like, asking me all these other things. Like, I don't, it doesn't look like mine. It's a big black brick. That's not mine. Mine's <laughs> white and, like, file-like. <laughs> and, like, oh, yeah, it's, like, the older, older version. I'm like, wow, I didn't realize I was out of date. Well, this is on... So yeah, Microsoft, on Windows. Game. Yeah, I can get it on my PC, so oh, I might yeah. actually... Through Steam. Hmm. And probably it might be cheaper on good old games. Wait a minute. This is saying release September 19th, 2020. Uh-oh. Maybe it's not available. <laughs> hey, shout out to uh, Johnny Steverson, who just uh, Hi, Johnny. came in. Oh, the demo it. is out for it. That's what it is. The demo it might be. So. Yeah, because there's a... Yeah, um, yeah, Wikipedia is listing it as September 23rd. Way to make me look like an idiot, but thank you for also making sure I wasn't lying to people. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I was going to make a mean joke about how it wasn't that hard, but <laughs> hey. so I won't make that joke. Um, it looks like 2021 was when they started talking about it. Yeah. But yeah, so 2023 or September. So not so yet. They really but soon. put a lot of time and effort in this game and they weren't. They beautiful, been rushing though. It. It's so beautiful. Oh, I cannot wait. 30 different weapon types with 100 combinations. Wow. <gasps> you can get a flamethrower and a grappling hook. Or you can blend them and have a flamethrower grappling hook. A grappling thrower? <laughs> oh, it's going to be so much fun. And I'll play it for like a week and then go back to other games. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Back to Animal Crossing. Animal, you know what? Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing is low stakes. I can listen yeah. to an audiobook and play. Actually, last night I was watching the stars because I was waiting for seeing stars. And Matt looks at me. He goes, are you literally just sitting there in the game with your character sitting in the game watching the sky? And I said, yeah. He's like... They convinced you to play a game where you're just sitting on your ass staring at stars. Like, I'm waiting for shooting stars. It takes a while. <laughs> it's sort of a zen thing. It Sorry is. you don't get it, dude. <laughs> it's an audio book, you know. I don't know. But yeah, Liza P, thank you for reminding me that that exists. <laughs> I need to, to remember because I did want to play that. Dredge is a fun game that's on sale, right? Or was on sale earlier. It's, you're, a, it? you're a fisherman who's shown up to this island because the last fisherman went missing <laughs> and as you start playing and bringing in and selling sh your fish to the fishmonger the, the further out you go the weirder the fish are getting. and then you start asking questions and the townspeople start like telling you, you shouldn't be asking questions that's what happened to the last guy and so it's this like noir is this based on hp lovecraft yeah because so you have to come back before night every time and so you, you keep like upgrading your boat so you can go faster but the further out you go and the longer you wait till dusk right you know the better the more interesting fish you get the fishmonger buys from you so there's that don't go out and don't stay out at night but the <laughs> fishmonger keeps like yeah and so you know, he starts here with his fingers and so but it's an interesting game, and I've been wanting to. I've been. I've been. It's on my list of things to play. I'm just like, it's called oh. Dredge. 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 On Steam. Yep, there it is. Dredge game. Fishing yeah. adventure game. I know, right? I was gonna say it's <laughs> but there's weird more words. to it than just. If you wanted to play a fishing game, Bass Pro is free on Steam. And it's <laughs> everything you ever wanted from a fishing game. But I never really wanted. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, I've funny. fished in Animal Crossing, but that's because I actually have this funny idea of getting all my friends together on a game that has fishing involved in it, and we all just sit around talking smack while fishing in the game, and it's all we're doing. 
So it's like you're actually fishing, but you're all yeah, at home. So every game that just randomly has a fishing mini game. That's all we're doing. Do you all have like coolers of beer beside you so you can pretend like you're actually all out fishing together? Just drop an inventory full of like, you know, whatever at the time. It's all a bunch of red vials next to us or something. Hey, look, Jim brought the blue ones. It's a matter uh, of like, how many are you willing to drink yet? Or will you pour them overboard because it attracts the fish? Ooh. <laughs> We start fishing with, and he's good. <laughs> Y'all are sticky tonight. It, it, it happens when you're unemployed. <laughs> no, that's not what the reason is. I don't know. I, I guess I'm hosting this. Is the problem? I have problem. I'm before. not sticking. I'm fine. I don't know. I ain't got no strings on me. Nor I. Nor I. <laughs> I want to talk more about this. This whole adventure tourism thing, uh, because I mean that's that's kind of what we started talking about, right? The, the whole reason why these uh, rich SOBs decided to go yeah, down like in this submersible because adventure. Yeah, and but adventure. I mean, that's didn't people used to pay lots and lots and lots and lots of money to go to Egypt and invade? Yeah, I mean, rich people. Yeah, rich people invading other places and you know, staring at the dead of other. Yeah, that's not really. Well, I have another another story that's uh, popped up. Re- oh, there we go. Uh, you're familiar with. Uh, Julian Sands, the actor, yeah, oh. wandered into a state park and never he was came a, out. He was an experienced climber, but he did the wrong. Yes, please don't. So, yeah, they, they finally, uh, I mean, he's been gone for months They and months. finally found him. They finally found they, his remains found today. His, yeah. I know. He was, I have been in love with him since I was 13 years old. He was when in he a room with a view and the warlock, warlock and arachnophobia. He was in um, Boxing Helena, which is bonkers. Yeah, I he was always good in everything he was in. He was so good. And he just he just seemed like a nice guy, you know. But yeah, it sucked. Yeah. It really sucked. His British. And, they have to be nice. It's <laughs> like in their character. He just he popped up in the weirdest places to you. He shot the uh, TV show Gotham that was on for a few years. <clears throat> he popped up as the Scarecrow's dad. He was Scarecrow Senior. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was really good. He just he would show up in the weirdest places on TV and it was always oh, Naked Lunch was another one that he was in. Maybe that it was oh, in the eighties. Yeah, he did that, na- yeah. That's yep. a callback. Yeah, and Gothic. Do y'all remember did y'all see Gothic? Uh uh-uh. from the mid eighties. He was Percy Bysshe Shelley. He was Percy Bysshe Shelley and Gabriel Byrne was Lord Byron. And in the middle of the movie, Julian Sands is there at the chalet in Switzerland, and he's up on top of the house naked going, lightning is the fundamental source of the universe. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> yeah, it was... That was a hell of a party. <laughs> like I said, I was like 13 or 14 when I was watching this and I'm like, he's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it was a terrible movie, but it's also really, really good. <laughs> It's like it's one of those just cult classics. You have to watch it, but it's all about that that weekend at Lord Byron or Lord Byron's house. So highly recommend. But yeah, he was he was great and everything. You yeah, oh, it was sad. I mean, I think we all knew that that was going to happen. That was the ending that was coming. But yeah, I had hope I, that he ran off. I think that's that's somewhere. what uh, that's what really grabbed us with the uh, the submersible story. They just disappeared. We didn't know what happened to them, mm-hmm. and we knew how much air they had left. So there was like drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know, they could just be in there trying to escape, and their air is slowly running out. But we had you know days to milk that thing. Um, well, people which were talking like, like way yeah. worse way to go than than what the, actually sitting. Happened. No, yeah, sitting there for uh, 
days. Now that was, I'd rather it be fast than sitting there for days with four other people trying to figure out who's going to start eating who. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's... Kill them so they don't breathe anymore. Uh, actually, somebody brought that up on Twitter and somebody else said no because dead. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just repeating what I saw that, that dead bodies still. Oh, yeah, they still breathe. Everything still, inside still needs oxygen. Yeah, it's getting it somehow. Yeah. And all the bacteria are oxygen. doing their thing. Yeah. So unless you can flush them out an airlock. I don't think it had airlock. No, it did not. It had one. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> the whole thing was bolted shut from the outside. But that was the it, other yeah. thing that terrified me. No, no. You don't want that door opening while you're out there. Just so I, you know. Yeah, but you can. That, that's not how pressure inside. works. I don't know. It just it, it made me think of the like I said the Victorian citables that we talked about where they had like five of them that kept killing everyone they sent down, and then for a while that what Titan was like Schrodinger's submersible. <laughs> right, right, and that <laughs> just, was that's what makes for great stories on the news. Yeah, but I guess I guess that's what my issue with this is that like I said we did all this 150 years ago during the Civil War. They tried. Oh. They lost multiple people, and our technology is better now. It's time for me to read another Titanic joke. Oh, no. Because it's so apropos. <laughs> Few calamities occupy the public mind longer than the time required to learn the most important details. The loss of the Titanic is scarcely a week old, yet the readers are looking for some other subject to excite their interests. <laughs> like, I mean... Right? Isn't that... Was lost. Oh, well. Yeah. Like the, literally the that Loki joke. Uh, How sad. Anyway... That, and that that's the thing with like every new news story about yeah, the Trump this is not, indictments. Yeah. Uh -huh. like, this is not it, it's interesting for maybe a week and then you're like, I don't care. What's next? Yeah. I mean, we just the speed of the news has picked up, but we're still the same human beings we have always been. And we still <laughs> have. I don't yeah. care. If anything, it's gotten worse. <laughs> I mean, because I don't know. People TikTok, say that. I had a professor that would other... call it Twitter brain. Yeah, we have but... all these different. Okay, I get stuck watching TikTok, and it's dumb because <clears> I don't <throat> watch TikTok except to post on TikTok with my other channel. But then I flip up. I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And then and thirty minutes in, I'm like, I, I have J yeah. Jiminy Cricket in my background going, "Stop the machine!" Oh, don't forget that Pinocchio killed Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> so I know, I know. It's all like, yeah, you don't Only have to let him hang stories. around. <laughs> he See him what happens when he killed the cricket? <laughs> yeah, he came back as a ghost. I think that's even worse. <laughs> you know what, though, that's the movie bite. version you want to see, not the Disney. <laughs> Pinocchio was oh, a Lawrence sociopath. Oh, wants us to know that uh, Antique de la Mode, Laura's the playing Cards. card game that we talked about last episode, they are like so close. I know this close. I I got the, mine. To make their goal, yeah, I I did too. Yeah, um, I'm really hoping she is. So close. Three hundred and eleven. Yeah. Uh, three thousand one hundred seventeen out of three hundred and thirty. Yeah. yeah. It's less than two hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh man. But, Is that uh, I don't math, so I don't either. That's numbers. I rhetoric, <laughs> not math. I run Excel. That's what I do. Oh, you're killing me, man. Come on. I'm an Excel, I'm an Excel wizard. What are you hey, talking in, about? In my defense, I have dyscalculia. I have so I have an actual thank you, Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence has a calculator. I, as a financial planner, I round up. I'm not an accountant. <laughs> when you're talking about a couple hundred dollars over, you know, 10 years, no one really cares. If it's a couple hundred dollars over a month and a half for an accountant, that's a problem. <laughs> so, yeah. Rita, you Rita have says not... the next, the next uh, Jim Butcher uh, book is done. Uh, Ooh, is this the, the Olympian the... Affair? I don't know. 
So he he started a steampunk uh, novel yeah. series. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, the Aeronauts one last book. I thought the I first one came out a while back, didn't it? Yeah, I haven't read it, it yet, did. which is weird because it. he's like my favorite author, and I've kind of just <clears throat> shelved it for the fact that I don't want his stuff to end because I know <laughs> Harry Dresden's going to end soon. I really wasn't as much of a fan of his other opposite way of how like you know he he likes writing stories of this like super uh, the, the super thing of um, normal place super person or super world normal person. And uh, that was kind of the one that I didn't really enjoy as much for some reason. I just never connected with the character. He, I, and that's kind of what I was afraid of yeah. with this, this uh, steampunk one. I'm like, but what if I hate it? I've oh. never read any of his stuff, but I also don't tend to, I tend to steer more towards female protagonists in my books, except the for the novel. The Harry Dresden novel is really good. And I like the, I like most of the feeling there, except his girlfriend there for a little while. She, and then you don't have to worry about her much anymore, but, okay. she, but, uh, Duly noted. He got like he when he got away from trying to write serial noir PI as his character and actually went with his long term plan plot thing that just came out. It was a much better series in every. But yeah. you have to read the th first three books for the fact of building up that character. See, I that whole you have to do this much so before you get into you can it. Start I don't. on the third book. You don't have to read the previous. I can't. Books. My brain won't let me do that. That's the and problem. So, I can't. I, I, I don't like, even read anything at this point. I like Dresden <laughs> from the start. Um, I I really enjoyed his writing style and his, his sort of first person, you know, honest dude, bro. I, it's like if it, yeah, it's but, very but I've, I've got a friend who's like jokes. She she told me my friend. She said I I hate uh, the Dresden Files and and his writing because he's he's. Uh, He's very misogynist. That's what I've heard. I wasn't going to say, but that's uh, well, that's what I've heard. I have, I, have, I have no idea. I just I don't know. I haven't read them, so I can't. As I as a guy reading, I just uh, I kind of gloss over. I guess I just don't pay enough so attention. The to part that's kind of misogynistic shit. is that there's one character that is kind of like his sister. That is that like the head. Of the, she works for the Department of Police, and she's really short. And their relationship was early on was. She was the beat cop that was always on scene when something went wrong or was there when he was called in to come look at the scene because he's a special investigator. And kind of so like they have this weird relationship. And she, he was kind of misogynistic to her and she was kind of an asshole back to him on purpose. And that was their, their relationship. And it became one of this is just how we act to each other too. pretty much when we say this, it means I love you kind of deal, you know. And so a lot of people took take that wrong, but uh, yeah. Anyway, I like, like I said, the story. I don't know. I've never. I think I watched like the first episode. Of He's like my spirit animal. <laughs> and then that was. <laughs> I it. like the, oh, TV the, show. the TV series is so different. Like <laughs> this, we have to yeah. make him a sex symbol. I'm like, that's not the character. <laughs> but if you're going to, you might as well get the guy who played Lucifer to do it. You might as well go all the way, not the guy who decided I'm going to quit this and go to Nip Toss, <laughs> screwing <laughs> the entire series that of the was... show. Paul, Bla Paul Blackthorne is the one that played Harry Dresden because he ended up on Arrow as um, Captain Lance. The guy you're thinking of is Julian mm -hmm. Julian McMahon, who was on Charmed. And then he went to Niptuck. I have a weird. This is this is my superpower. Oh, you're good. I, this is not my purview. <laughs> my wife Lex does yeah. all that. I I, I, just, I watch the shows and enjoy them, and she cr yeah. critiques them to death and tells me why they're yeah. bad. No, I just know <laughs> actors and actresses. Yeah, no. I'm just sitting here eating my popcorn, yeah. stupidly happy. <laughs> Yeah, my my super my uh, superpower is that you give me two completely disparate actors, I will be able to connect them probably or TV. I don't even completely know useless, 
the yeah. orders See, of Kevin Bacon but it's for everybody. For everybody, yeah. You know, you know what? And I could do it before I am for just the fact that I like the fact that what if this character and this character actually knew each other and this was going on and they just don't I don't recognize each other now. <laughs> yep. Woo. Okay. Well yeah, eat the rich. Eat the rich, sink their yachts with <laughs> the orcas are taking it back. Oh man, you know what? I am for. I, oh, wanna, I can't wait somebody, when that turns into a movie. I want somebody James on Cameron Twitter, by the it. way, said that orcas love salmon, so tie a bag of salmon to any yacht that you see. <laughs> you know, this is the weirdest bags of, moment I've ever heard. Tie bags of salmon to yachts <laughs> for your your what, date with you. Heard orca. it here first on how to is become an terrorism. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's salmon chanted evening. <laughs> Sam chanted. Okay, time to roll the footage. We're done. The Texas Steamboat Connection is supported in part by J.R. Seeger's A School for the Great Game. Edwardian teen Elizabeth Bancroft resents being sent to a finishing school in India. The college is, in fact, the British India School for Spies, teaching the family business of espionage, martial arts, and Tibetan mystic arts. School for the Great Game is the first in the Steampunk Raj series available on Amazon. We are also supported by Fair Treasures. Uh, Fair Treasures is a selection of Texas-made female-presenting costumes and accessories for steampunks and Renaissance wear, and one-of-a-kind imported jewelry. You can shop Fair Treasures at fairtreasures.com. That's fair with an E. Or on Etsy. Uh, We also want to thank our patrons, Ryan and Jenny Shaver, and also... We've been added. Uh, um, uh, we got a we got a new patron that I haven't written down here, and I'm limping along. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nicole uh, added us, so she is one of our uh, aeronauts. She's at the aeronaut level, Aww. and she's going to receive a certificate of um, uh, aeronautism, aeronauticalness. <laughs> yeah, stamped <laughs> by yours truly, who's going to be a doctor soon. Hey. <laughs> Someday, Good, because I've got this knee that's been really hurting me. Uh, we also are funded by a generous grant from Rita and Lawrence Allen. So we want to thank you both for uh, helping us out and uh, keeping this show going. And uh, I'd be on a new computer, thanks to you guys, if uh, the darn thing wasn't updated. <laughs> um, and that's all we got, because I cannot let us go to our, our founder, Flavio, tonight, because we're limping along. But... Uh, you can uh, find us here on Facebook. You can find us on uh, the YouTubes and on the Tumblers. No, the Twitters. Twitters. The Twitters. Twitters. Not on Tumblr. Uh, nope, no not, Tumblr. not Tumblr. Grinder. We're not I, Tumblr I kids. Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Grinder. <laughs> oh, no, no, you can look me up not. on my OnlyFans account. <laughs> Jack only his hat. <laughs> the hat and some goggles. And <laughs> okay. Oh my lord! Um, goggles down. In a case it wasn't obvious, we have a Patreon account. We would uh, really appreciate your patronage if uh, you've got the spare to uh, buy us the coffee or fans, please uh, tell us more about your your aeronautical so adventures. <laughs> don't look for us on OnlyFans. Just don't. <laughs> Um, you yeah. don't want to see middle-aged steampunks on OnlyFans, that's all I'm telling you. We are not what you're looking for. On the- <laughs> we do it for the cogs. <laughs> AI has taken over that job for me. <laughs> I can't compete. Okay, I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else uh, we can add? Uh, 
Okay, mm-hmm. tune in again in two weeks on Tuesday. Hopefully, we'll have this thing back together a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, um, and I will, be, I will be tuning in. I will be tuning in from Indiana at that point. Uh, I am going to visit family in the next two weeks, and uh, and we'll see where it goes from there. Yes, I guess. Okay. Until then, everybody, as Lawrence says, mind your gauges. Mind your gauges. And then there's music. So, once again, thank you for listening. You can find us again on uh, Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection for any comments, questions, suggestions. If you know of something happening Steampunk that's happening soon, we can put it on our calendar, on our Patreon, um, as well as the, the list of over 100 comics and graphic novels, uh, Steampunk and Weird West related. You can also email us at TexasSteampunkConnection at gmail.com. And we're uh, a streaming podcast, TexasSteampunkConnection.podbean.com. And if you lose it on Facebook and you want to watch a remake, a rerun of this show at any point in time on YouTube, you can go find them on Steam Chest. <laughs> and although we've made many, many jokes about Twitter, <laughs> you can look for us at TX Steam Connect One oh. on Twitter. I never use it. I never look at it. I don't know. I don't understand Twitter. Yeah. So yeah. Once again, thank you very much. And until next time, mind your gauges. Because there's always a story. There has to be a story. You know, and I'm talking about libraries, so I can't not tell a story because they mean too much to me. Libraries are filled with an infinity of stories, and a fair few stories have been written about libraries. These fictional stories often focus on the mysteries that libraries and archives have hidden away, and only a select few are allowed to access these mysteries. The same can be said of real-world academic libraries, where only the privileged few can access the research they need. Examining and analyzing fiction that has been written about libraries and archives can help us to confront the anxieties that surround real-world institutions. My name is Elizabeth Hedrick, and this is just what I'll be doing this year on Anxiety in the Archives, my podcast dissertation. Over the course of the show, we'll discuss social and cultural anxieties around libraries and archives, and we'll learn some truths about access and privilege. We'll also take a deeper look at how traditional academic writing is changing and evolving, and what this means for students, and for the brave advisors who are taking this journey with them. It's going to swallow all of us before the end of it, I know it is. Well, we're not going to let it swallow you, but if it has to lick you, we might <laughs> Release the Kraken! So join me on February 26th, 2023, for Anxiety in the Archives, my podcast dissertation. It is so good.